Speaking of vile organizations, Charlie Hebdo is in the news. Charlie Hebdo. So the the, uh, the great uh, satirists at uh, Charlie Hebdo. I loved it when when the whole uh, Charlie Hebdo thing broke out last January, and he had all these American newscasters saying, "And the uh, the Islamic terror attack at Charlie Hebdo magazine over in France." So they 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 try to sound a bit European or a bit sophisticated by saying instead of Charlie Hebdo, just call it Charlie Hebdo. If you're American, it's Charlie Hebdo. It's not Charlie Hebdo. Charlie Hebdo. It's it's a joke. So anyway, they're back in the news. Guess what? It wasn't enough for them to instigate uh, a religious war between uh, Christians and Muslims and and. Uh, Jews and Muslims that Charlie Hebdo managed to uh, somehow pull off last January and try to pass it off as free speech. This incitement that they seem to be uh, quite good at. So what do they do this week? The latest issue, uh, basically poking fun at uh, the 227 dead Russian victims of the uh, crash in the Sinai. I'm not kidding. People are going to say, no way, Patrick. They would never do that, would they? Yeah, they just did. So the uh, the great artists at uh, Charlie Hebdo, which they call journalists, I don't know how you could use that term with this magazine, but the uh, Rothschild-run uh, publication in France, there is uh, basically, yeah, a couple of cartoons. It's here on 21st Century Wire. And Charlie Hebdo's latest cartoon makes fun of dead Russian airline victims. No kidding. It's uh, another level of uh, depravity by our friends at Charlie Hebdo. And what do they do? They try to defend it. Believe it or not, the editor has come out uh, very strange and basically uh, said that uh, he's blaming Russia for being too sensitive uh, about their cartoons. And he's saying that uh, the outrage from Russia over this Charlie Hebdo magazine is uh, to detract attention from other problems that Russia's having. Wow. Wow. Talk about arrogant. So these, uh, I mean, these are guys that would talk about sellouts, okay? It's, it's, it, it is kind of a shame. I mean, f- think of all the great French artists and, uh, you know, from, uh, Matisse to Chagall to uh, the philosophers, Rousseau, Voltaire, Descartes, Sartre, the list is endless, Schweitzer. I could go on and on. And then today in 21st century, France's greatest cultural product is a Charlie Hebdi. And they've got nothing better to do than to poke fun at one of the worst airline disasters. And they're, bla- they're, they're basically, the cartoon has a plane wreckage and people falling on top of a bearded Muslim man in the desert. And one of, one of the cartoons made a joke about, oh, you should have t- taken the cheaper airline. You know, just disgusting. This is a vile organization. And it makes me think that... And this brings me back to an article which was posted back in 2012 by Thierry Masson at VoltaireNet.org. And Thierry's French, uh, 
fantastic investigative, uh, well, just activist and blogger, really. But uh, back in 2012, Thierry warned everybody. He said, NATO is preparing for a vast disinformation campaign. Member states of NATO, NATO and the GCC, this is the Gulf Cooperation Council, that's basically Saudi Arabia and Qatar and uh, UAE and Kuwait and the rest of them. They're all preparing for a coup d'etat and sectarian genocide in Syria. This is back in June 11, 2012. Okay. So if you want to prevent these crimes, you should act now. Circulate this article on the Internet. Alert your elected officials, said Thierry. And this is he said this will cover uh, TV stations, TV programs, programs created by government intelligence agencies, etc., and NATO, departments of NATO, nudging units. And he was right. Was Thierry correct when he said this back in 2012? I think he was. I think he was right on the money. So there, he said they're psyops, officers, Operation Mockingbird-type individuals who are embedded in editorial positions in all these major networks, Al Jazeera, BBC, CNN, Fox. This is all true, by the way, and newspapers. So this is the disinformation campaign. So Charlie Hebdo, if you think about what they did last January and you looked at that event like an uh, Operation Gladio type event, then then you'll know that that was basically uh, a false flag. It was some kind of an operation like that. And the way that the media seized upon it and spun it and the way they did created all these fake backstories and so forth. So And then... To, to Charlie Hebdo to wrap around, wrap the free speech uh, issue around their sorry excuse for a magazine. That was a failing magazine. I talked to French people. They couldn't even give it away before that. You think, what's the population of France? 60 million? Right around there. I'm probably off a little bit. But it's around 60 million, 50 million, something like that. That's the population of France. What do you think... Before the January Gladio event, what do you think Charlie Hebdo's subscription base was? This famous satirical French magazine. It was less than 30,000. Some will say the actual subscribers would be around 20,000. And the rest were just, uh, you know, in, in, in dentist's offices and, uh, you know, pubs and coffee shops. You know, around 20,000. Before January last year, that's in a country of 50 plus million. Is that pretty successful, you think, for a famous landmark satirical magazine? Um, no, not really. Not really. And what did they get after the whole drama and the whole Gladio event? It was a spectacular event and the world was just we Charlie all the way. Everybody was rallying around Charlie Hebdo for their incitement and their uh, gallant free speech effort. Okay. And what happens? They get a bailout from the French government, a bailout, $1.2 million, which actually came indirectly from guess who? Google. But I don't think Google allocated the money. Google gave the money to the French government 
is is part of a uh, I believe part of a part of a what appears to be a slightly bogus settlement. I mean, I wouldn't side with Google on many things, but I might actually side with Google on the uh, the Google News uh, class action European lawsuit was a little bit strange to say the least. Okay, so they managed to crowbar some money off Google. A lot of governments did. Fair enough. Call it patronage. And they took 1.2 million of this and just handed it over to Charlie Hebdi and said, there you go, guys. This should keep you going for another 12 months. You know, so you can produce the filth that they put out this week, which was disgusting. Nothing to do with free speech or democracy. Nothing. These guys would sell out for a couple of bottles of Beaujolais Nouveau at 50 cents each. The alcoholic cartoonists, they're not satirists. There's nothing satirical about this is just a lousy, just outdated magazine run by a bunch of middle-aged Lothario alcoholics. Okay, chain-smoking wine-swigging, who are just basically working a NATO agenda, which is to create uh, international outrage, to create division and polarization and antagonize. And that's exactly what they've been doing for the last 12 months. To great effect, so brilliant. Not je suis Charlie, je suis NATO. Je suis NATO! Uh, the people... The people still, uh, they buy the magazine, uh, they like the satire, the car- cartoon, uh, they, they buy the magazine, they like, uh, people, uh, the people like, the people buy, so, uh, beaucoup l'argent, uh, for us, yeah, great, très bien, très bien, très bien, Charlie, very good. Great operation. Great operation there at Charlie Hebdo. You should be proud of yourselves. But they don't care. They're just going to drink themselves to death at the bistro around the corner. That's all that's left for Charlie Hebdo. i got nothing good to say about that organization. Nothing good at all.